0: Hi, everyone, welcome back to the Terra Projects podcast. My name is Michaela, and I'm one of the co-founders and I'm super excited to be here today. And today our topic is climate change. So we're just gonna be discussing um, different topics and paragraphs about it. So I'm gonna begin with um, what is climate change? So, um, In our world and in our society, we use fossil fuels, which are fossilized plant and animal remnants from millions of years ago, made with immense amounts of heat and pressure. And these fossil fuels are basically combusted for energy. Sorry, my dog's barking. (laughs) Um, These fossil fuels are combusted for energy. And when we do use them for fuel and energy for everyday uses, greenhouse gases are emitted. So essentially greenhouse gases include carbon dioxide, sulfur, uh, sulfur oxides, nitrous oxides, ozone, methane, and more. And essentially in our earth, we have a greenhouse effect in which the sun's energy is radiated into our atmosphere And this energy either gets absorbed or reflected back into the atmosphere. And some of the energy that gets reflected um, gets reabsorbed by these greenhouse gases and re-radiated into our Earth, which makes a warmer environment and contributes to overall rising temperatures, otherwise known as climate change. So um, not only does fossil fuels, count as a non-renewable resource it also can be used to make renewable resources such as constructing wind farms making solar panels and more so essentially there really isn't a solution to eliminating fossil fuel use fossil fuel use completely however we can do our part to reduce everyday fossil fuel emissions such as um not using your car as much or using mass transportation. And essentially this makes for a very detrimental cycle in our earth known as climate change. And climate change has a lot of harmful impacts on not only humans, but also the environment and the organisms living in it. So that's all for me about climate change. And now I'm gonna pass it over to Trinity for the impacts of climate change on agriculture and vegetation.
1: Yeah, so one of the main impacts that climate change has is on agriculture and the food supply produced in our economies. So we all know that these play a major and vital role in our everyday lives, especially since food is loved and cherished by everyone and is also a necessary means to survival. Agriculture and fisheries are exceptionally reliant on the uh, environment and expansions, expansions in temperature, as well as carbon dioxide, can increase harvest yields in certain areas. However, changes in the frequency and enormity of droughts and floods could present difficulties for ranchers and farmers, as well as undermine food safety. For any specific harvest, the impact of increased temperatures will rely upon the yield's ideal temperature for development and reproduction. In certain places, warming may profit the sorts of harvests that are commonly planted there or permit ranchers to move crops that are presently filled in hotter zones. Then again, if the higher temperature surpasses a harvest's ideal temperature, then yields will decline. Climate change also has a huge impact on the fishing industry as well. Numerous fisheries as of now face different different burdens, including overfishing and water contamination. Environmental change may deteriorate these burdens. Specifically, temperature changes could potentially prompt these critical effects, like the adjustment of ranges of many fish and shellfish species. Temperature, changes in temperature and seasons can also influence the circumstance of reproduction and movement. Various steps inside an aquatic animal's life cycle are dependent on temperature and the changing of the seasons. So, joined with other environmental consequences, these impacts are anticipated to prompt huge decreases in certain fish populations. Environmental changes are most likely going to influence food security at the worldwide worldwide, provincial and local levels, since they can disturb food accessibility, diminish accessibility to food, and influence food quality. Increases in extreme climate conditions can also interfere with food transport, which thus results in spikes in food costs in the near future. Rising temperatures also contribute to contamination, as well as the deterioration of our planet. So remember that climate change can prove to be very detrimental for our world, and it is important that you are aware of the issue and take steps to ensure that you are doing your part to prevent it from the destruction of our precious earth. Also, click here to watch a video to get 30 minutes of ad-free music. Yes, you heard me. Click now to get 30 minutes of uninterrupted music. We hope you enjoy.
2: Okay, now I will be
1: passing it over to Sarah, who will talk more about facts on climate change.
3: Hi, I'm Sarah, and I am the head of podcast. So today, I'm um, an overview of what I said, of what I'm going to talk about. Like Trinity said, I'm going to be talking about um, facts about climate change that mostly everybody should know and debunking any misconceptions and any ways we can combat our current situation. And without further ado, I'm just going to get started. And so, um, fact number one. So the term global warming and climate change, they kind of clash together and sometimes it's hard for people to differentiate. So global warming just refers to like the long term warming of the planet and um, climate change holds global warming in, as one of their aspects, but refers to a broader range of changes that are happening to the planet and fact two these broader climate changes include the rising sea level shrinking mountain glaciers accelerating ice melt in greenland Antarctica, and the arctic and shifts in flower and plant blooming times and fact three kind of um what michaela mentioned human activity especially greenhouse gas emissions is considered like the dominant cause of temperature increases and fact four kind of gives in uh, definition to the greenhouse effect, which refers to the way the Earth's atmosphere traps and absorbs um, solar energy. If um, you um, don't, <laughs> if you don't know the um, definition already, and um, fact five, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change was formed in 1988 to collect and assess evidence on climate change, and since then it has produced a series of alarming climate models and under these models most of the planet's ice cover would melt by the end of the century and trigger a cascade of irreversible consequences and so that leads to fact six which is paleo or paleoclimatology which is the study of changes in climate through earth's history uses advanced evidence found in tree rings ocean sediment coral re- coral reefs and layers of sedimentary rocks to determine that current warming is occurring roughly 10 times faster than the post ice age warming and um actually i'm just going to condense it not to i'm just going to say one more fact because i'm just gonna get it going and so um, my next my next fact is and final fact is um By 2060, the cost of inaction on climate change is predicted to reach a staggering $44 trillion. And so ways that we can combat this is to just make sure that we learn more about our our personal carbon emissions and commute by carpooling or using mass transit, plan and combine trips or like drive more efficiently if um, most of us here aren't drivers yet, but when we do drive and just switch to, Electricity generated by energy sources rather than um, routine emissions of carbon dioxide and so yeah i'm going to hand it over to timothy to talk about um, Timothy to talk about how climate change made a huge impact on animals. So i'll
2: go next. Hi everyone, my name is Timothy, and I'll be talking about how climate change made a huge impact on different animals. Uh, so what is happening? Um, climate change made uh, the temperature um, increase, and also the sea levels are rising and uh, sea ice are melting, and uh, those are all the factors that can affect the wildlife and we can see that uh, due to uh, climate change, glaciers are also melting, which impacted um, sea um, ocean animals, and oceans are also um, uh, becoming more and more um, acidified, and those most of the problems are caused by uh, humans. And um, the threats to wildlife is, of course, um, the loss of wetland and um, sea level rising. And um, it also causes um, some deep diseases in the ocean. And the, the animals that are um, the main species that are impacted. Um, because of climate change of polar bears, um, of course, we can see that as glaciers melt and the, um, and the sea ice melts, uh, polar bears are harder to survive uh, because they don't have polar bears or so, um, animals that both live on land and uh, in the ocean because uh, when the ice melted, they don't have a place to stay. Um, so they don't have to uh, keep swimming in the ocean, which wastes too much energy. And some other uh, animals can be snow leopard and mo- Mostly are uh, like um, ocean wildlife, and can be turtles. But uh, it also affects animals like um, elephants and gorilla because. Um, Uh, due to climate change the global temperature is also rising and some of the animals don't like the temperature to be too high so they're also having a rough time Uh, yeah I'll pass it on to Amber now
4: Um, So, hello, my name is Amber, so today I'm going to be focusing on the indicators and sign and basically how you can tell climate change is happening. Climate change refers to the change in climate and weather in, in an extended period of time. People usually mix up global warming with climate change, but they're completely different from each other. The ocean and atmosphere temperature of the earth is increasing, snow and ice are melting, sea levels are rising, and the increase of greenhouse gases. Just some fun history fact when the Industrial Revolution started in Europe, many new technology advances were created, including training factories. Especially in Great Britain and Germany, where industrialization was strong. All these advances impacted the amount of greenhouse gases that were released into the air. Greenhouse gases include carbon dioxide, methane, and more. You're probably wondering why greenhouse gases is bad. It's because more greenhouse gases in the air means more heat or energy will be trapped, resulting in a rise of temperature. The concentration of these greenhouse gases has, have increased by 40 percent, specifically carbon dioxide. This is because of the fossil fuels. However, the ocean also observes carbon dioxide, but increasing the carbon dioxide in the ocean has negative effects on the marine life. Known as ocean acidification, in simple terms, meaning the pH level of the ocean will be reduced because it is stormy, storing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, which also changes the chemistry of the seawater. Participation—wait, that's not smart— known as rain has increased over the North Lane by 30 degrees north in the past 105 years. Some observations that were made were that the surface temperature each year slowly increases. The amount of snow and ice has also decreased. There are more frequent weather events. The sea level has risen, risen, and in California, where I live, it isn't such a big deal. But in other countries, it has impacted their everyday life. Houses and streets near the beach will be flooded. To get into more of the sea level statistics, the rate of the sea level level has been larger than the mean rate. The sea level has risen from 0.17 to 0.21 meter in around 100 years. This might not sound like a lot, but definitely adds up. Going back to how ice and snow level is decreasing, the past two decades, the ice sheets in Greenland and the Arctic have lost its mass. Glaciers around the world also started to decrease inside. In Canada and some part of Europe, areas that usually have that usually has snowfall decreased and now has an average temperature of zero degrees Celsius. Humans, play also, humans also play an important role in climate change. Those might include pollution, deforestation, burning fossil fuel, and unsustainable farming. It is important to know that climate change is real and is happening right now. We need to change it or it's just gonna get worse. Um so I'm gonna be passing it to Ashita.
5: Oh yeah. Hi guys, I'm Ashita and so up until now we got a lot of information by about climate change by all these people. But I'm like more interested into the history of climate change and is when human activities started to actually affect our climate. So we can't perfectly date because it's uh, it's actually a very tricky challenge. I'm gonna go in a sequential manner of all the important events in the history of climate change. So we first started off in 1820s when French mathematician and physicist Joseph said that Earth's atmosphere is actually like a glass greenhouse. So the energy enters through the glass walls, but it is then trapped inside much like a green warm house. But these were all just theories and the actual change was recorded in early 1980s which marked a sharp increase in global temperatures. And many experts joined to 1988 as a critical point, which placed global warming in the spotlight. So as a fact, the summer of 1988 was the hottest on record, although many since have been hotter. And 1988 also saw widespread drought and wildfires within the United States. And many studies were conducted, researches were held, you know, books were published. But one of the studies predicted that that as massive glaciers at the poles melt, sea levels could rise between 11 and 38 inches, which is approximately around 30 to 100 centimeters by 2100, enough to swamp many of the cities along the east coast of United States. And in 2006, vice president and presidential candidate, Al Gore, I hope I'm pronouncing it correct, right, weighed in on the dangers of global warming with the debut of his film, An Inconvenient Truth, and also won the 2007 Nobel Peace Prize for his work on behalf of climate change. But among all these expressing skepticism, we had one very famous tweet by our ex-president, Donald Trump, so on November six, two thousand and twelve, Trump tweeted that, and I quote: "The concept of global warming was created by and for the Chinese in order to make U.S. manufacturing non-competitive." It was really worth mentioning here. So, um, so we saw that. The, all the predictions about global warming came back way back in 19th century, but people back then didn't know much about climate change and were not as aware as we are today. So I think it is our responsibility to uh, to teach our next generation and as well as uh, do our contribution in saving our climate. Thank you, and I will pass it on to Ramna. Hello everyone,
6: my name is Ram. I'm going to be talking about climate change solutions in droughts. There are a number of ways climate change may contribute to drought. A warmer temperatures can increase evaporation from soil, which makes uh, these of periods of low precipitation drier than the cooler conditions. A change in climate can also alter atmospheric risk, which can disrupt precipitation patterns around the world. We don't know what atmospheric uh, rivers are. Um, I guess you can make out from the name itself. They are uh, rivers in the sky, and they carry water vapor. So a combination of shifting atmospheric rivers and warmer temperatures can also affect melting, which affects the rivers. There is high confidence that increased temperatures related to precipitation. Falling as rather than snow and increase evaporation and transpiration. Also, uh, the risk of hydrological and agricultural drought increases as temperatures rise. Individual drought periods can be you know, understood as a discrete weather events, but climate changes occur over a long period of time. So, they can be observed as a pa- change in the pattern of weather events. Uh, you know, as I said uh, earlier, climate change drives the moisture in the soil, so if Wi-Fi will occur, uh, you know, then the impacts of them will be far worse, like we have uh, seen in Amazon, Australia, California, etc. Uh, the effects are uh, of drought are also very bad economically, uh, so I'm going to be talking about that now. Um... Uh, First is agriculture. I don't think I need to elaborate on this. Most people know about this. Um, Ranches will have to spend more money on, uh, you know, food and water for their animals. Uh, You know, businesses that depend on farming, like companies that make tractors, animal food, they might lose business when drought damages, crops, or livestock, you know. It affects their business. And then there's the power issue, uh, where there are companies that rely on hydroelectric power. Uh, they might try to spend more money on other fuel sources. You draw not up too much of the water supply. Their customers will also have to pay a lot more. If you don't know what uh, hydroelectric uh, power is, uh, well, it's electricity that's created from the energy of running water. Uh, and then uh, this business uh, ships may have difficulty in navigating streams, rivers, canals because of low water levels. Uh, it would affect businesses, and that would uh, you know uh, depend on water transmission for receiving or sending goods and materials. Just like we saw recently in the Swiss Canal with the Evergreen ship, it would be a big problem. And lastly, this uh, you know uh, about economy. Inflation will drive and uh, that will definitely increase social gap. Uh, In fact, in most nations after the coronavirus, uh, the economies have been recovering in a V-shaped economy. Uh, This creates a difference between the rich and the not-so-rich. So, So if a draw such this will make it only worse. I think uh, this is pessimistic enough to end on. So, uh, that's it uh, for this episode. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok series.
2: Bye. period of time, so they can be
6: observed as a pa- change in the pattern of weather events. Uh, you know, as I said uh, earlier, climate change drives the moisture in the soil. So if Wi-Fi occur, uh, you know, then the impacts of them will be far worse. Like we have uh, seen in Amazon, Australia, California, etc. Uh, the effects are uh, of drought are also very bad economically. Uh, so, I'm going to be talking about that now. Uh, first, agriculture. I don't think I need to elaborate on this. Most people know about this. Um, ranches will have to spend more money on, uh, you know, mm-hmm. food and water for their animals. Uh, you know, businesses that depend on farming, like companies that make practice animal food. You might lose business when drought damages, craft, or crops or livestock. know. it affects their business. And then there's the power issue. Uh, where there are companies that rely on hydroelectric power. Uh, they might try to spend more money on other fuel sources. If drought drives up too much of the water supply, their customers will also have to pay a lot more if you don't know what uh, hydroelectric uh, power is uh, well it's electricity that's created from the energy of running water uh, and then uh, this business uh, ships may have difficulty in navigating streams rivers canals because of low water levels uh, it would affect businesses and that would uh, you know uh, depend on water transportation for receiving or sending goods and materials just like we saw recently in the Suez Canal with the Evergreen ship, it would be a big problem. And lastly, there's the uh, you know uh, about economy. Uh, inflation will drive and uh, that will definitely increase social gap. Uh, in fact, in most nations after the coronavirus, uh, the economies have been revi- recovering in a V-shaped economy. Uh, this creates a difference between the rich and the not so rich. So if I draw the this, this is make it only worse. I think uh, this is pessimistic enough to end on. So uh, that's it uh, for this episode. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok.
2: TikTok series. Bye.